It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Happy Monday. This is the show about love, dating, romance, relationships, and your two besties in the struggle. With you, Angie Taylor. Well, with you, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. With us. We are here to help you out, whatever it is you're going through. Yes. Um, and when we walked in tonight, you know, after the weekend, I feel like, you know, you're, you spend time with your relationships. And Mondays we come in and these phones are already lit up sometimes. Today's one of those days. And I see the backstory here from our producer that uh, we have a girl waiting that called in to 855-905-8255. Talking about dibs. Ah, me- dibs. Meaning when you and your bestie. You and your friend, you and your sister, whoever it is, like the same guy. Then what? Like the same person. Who wins in this situation? And I know this happens a lot. I mean- Of course. We go out in packs, right? If every girl likes the same guy, who wins in that situation? Dibs and love and what our callers should do next Uh on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Love dating, romance, and relationships. So, new week, new you. What happened in your love life over the weekend? Simon and I want to take calls, 855-905-8255. We're going to talk about when more than one person likes the same person. Who wins here? So, let's go to the phones. Listening in Cheval, Florida, on Mix 100.7, here's Arena. Hi, Arena. Bonjour. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. So you've been holding until we came in tonight, and I can't wait to hear what's going on. Um, my friend and I had this a crush on the same guy. So we're really good friends. So we had kind of talked about it and sort of gossiped about it. Um, but then when we started to kind of see that we were both pretty into him, um, we talked about it and decided that the best thing to do, because we're friends, is that both of us would lay off. You know, okay. kind of like so the, neither one of us are going to win in this situation, whether we, you know, get with him or not, it'll ruin the friendship. So let's both just back away and not even go there. Exactly. So we had okay. agreed like friendship was more important. Exactly. And? Um, and now they're dating. Hmm. And how did you find this out? She just told you up front or? Yeah, she just kind of, but she, the way that she mentioned it, like, made it seem like it wasn't really a big deal. And so I, I just, did, I kind of froze. I didn't know how to talk to her about it because I, I had this moment where I just got like, um, I just felt like really betrayed for a second. Yeah. And I knew that I needed to sort of calm down and figure it out before talking to her about it. So I, I understand. I understand why you're upset because you had a conversation about it. I mean, you both felt a certain way. You both had an agreement. That's it. I understand that sometimes the man is like a little too tempting, but once you have that agreement, you, you do not pass go. Am I right, Simon? So both is right. Uh, Irina, you, you were the righteous one because you honored the agreement. So yes, Angie, and you were right. There was an agreement, a deal made, but it's a bad deal because when it comes to human emotions, to love, to attraction, you can't stop that. So I love the honesty of the agreement. But she stopped it. She Arena did, stopped it. But the uh, the friend, her attraction for him was too strong. So she's weak. And you can uh, <laughs> no, you cannot ask when two people are single. That's why I admire Irina for the discipline. But sometimes could happen to me. Could happen to anyone. 
your attraction grows, your attraction is too strong. The person likes you too. And I'm always in favor of love. Simon. Don't you feel so, like there's other fish in the sea? There's a million guys no, no, out no, no, there. No, no, if no. it's going to ruin and the friendship. I know. The problem was the agreement itself is unhealthy. Okay. Can I ask you, Arena, do you know if your friend was the aggressor or if he approached her personally? So I'm not sure what happened first. Does it matter? It kind of does because, like, if she had gone to him first, then like, she, then she's that's that that's an absolute defiance of your agreement. If she yeah, went and chased him, and after, then, but even if he went to her, like, I still feel really hurt that she didn't say anything to me. If he went to her, then he made a choice in this situation. However, I do agree that that your friend should have said, "Listen, I didn't reach out." He came to me. Where should I go from here? Maybe you guys could have amended that little agreement, whatever it was. Maybe you would have been like, you know what? He chose you. Go for it. But she didn't give her the benefit of the doubt. And that's the problem that I have. I don't agree, Angie. Okay, Arena, I want you to listen in after we let you go here. We're going to talk more about this. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that your friend really betrayed you. It, it, It just depends. Maybe let it air out for a little bit, see where it goes. And then follow up if the friendship is valuable to you and you want to sustain this friendship. That's what my advice is, but I want to hear Simon's advice. It's okay? be different, Angie. When we come back on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We just had our caller, Arena. And Simon, you need to give advice here. She says her and her best friend both yes. like the same guy. Yeah. They had to talk about it and said, you know what? We both like him. It's getting a little too competitive. Let's both just bail. Right. All of a sudden, the best friend is like, oh, we're together. Kind of reneged on that whole contract they had, the verbal contract, um, because they both said, forget it. So I said it it was a little shady the way it went down. Simon, what do you think? I said, no. I said, it's when you uh, two friends look at a building, I can make an agreement like this. We're not going to buy the building, okay? So neither one of us. I make those agreements with my friends all the time. uh, We are not... Buying this building, like, no matter what you say, I am not buying okay, this building. We both want something, <laughs> yes. but a man or a woman is not a building, or so you can't have an agreement right. on a third party that is single. Everybody's single, right? And expect that the rules of attraction doesn't apply. It's the wrong deal because it's all humanity. And so I would recommend to Irina a different solution in the future. One, never make a deal with like this ever again. Don't make that deal. No, because. It's not human. Number two, we have a rule in France, which is when a group of single people come out, I would go out with this, my cousin Nicholas, and we both like the same woman. The rule is the woman decides who she likes. Okay. Right? And then the, the, the other person has to back off. You cannot go in the middle of the rule of attraction. When people are single, All the right. fair thing is if this person doesn't like me and likes you, good for you and be happy for her. Simon, I, I want to talk more about... That dynamic in friendships, mm-hmm. when you both like the same person, the rules that go on, the dibs, what you just discussed, and can you still be friends with that person? Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You got a best friend. You guys both like the same person. You agree. We're not going after this person. It's going to ruin the relationship. Mm-hmm. That was just our scenario. The The girl and her best friend. She's dating the guy. They both agreed they wouldn't date. Can you stay friends with someone, even if you're cool, even from the beginning, like, hey, whoever the guy goes to, that's the way it is. But maybe you still have this attraction 
to your friend's boyfriend now. Can you still be friends? Like, what do you do in that situation? I think you can totally be friends. I'm giving you this example of this story of mine, okay? So it was a dear friend of mine, Patrick, back in France. We liked the same woman, both. Uh, she went with him. Okay. She went with him. I was really annoyed and frustrated. It stings. It stings. But yes. Patrick is such a dear friend of mine. We laugh it out. And about what? Now? Three, no, no. Then three, four weeks later, we're all going out. He was still with her. And I, I you gotta get over it. We, was there a part of you when you went out with Patrick and this girl where you were like, kind of like looking at her a little bit on the side, like, ooh, no, you should be with me. I was oh, mad, it could be mad, so much better. I was mad at her for not picking me. But I, my friend is my friend. It's, it's just yeah. Because why do you want someone that doesn't want you? Voila, voila. In French, meaning there it is. There it why is. Why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want you back? Love someone that loves you. That is the rule of healthy relationship. The minute you start fighting that for rule, it. yeah, it's going south. It shouldn't have to be. You're begging someone to be with you. You're you're tricking no, someone no, to be no. with you. You're sedu- like. Be with someone that wants to be with you. That is as simple as that very sentence. Right. Be if, with somebody who wants to be with you. If or they not. don't, then believe them and move on. Don't keep trying to resist and fighting and going against the grain. Or send crazy message oh, or anything. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. oy, oy, oy. That's right. Well, we won't talk anymore about that because I agree with you and I know what you mean. But I want to get to some emails that came into simonandangie.com mm-hmm. over the weekend. Yep. Uh, I have a uh, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Oh, they want your romantic, bonjour, yes, Simon Marcel. The romantic advice next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, your besties in the mm-hmm. love, dating, romance struggle <laughs> to celebrate and to help you through it and if you need bring advice. the joy of life, ah, la joie de vivre. Joie de vivre, our French romantic. Glad you said that because we have an email that came into simonandangie.com just for you, Simon. Thank you, Angie. This is a bonjour Simon Marcel email I want to get to. Mm-hmm. Lydia is her name, listening in Royal Oak, Michigan, on 100.3 WNIC. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Lydia. I have a question about my boyfriend. We've been together for almost five months now, and I noticed that he's recently stopping doing little things that he used to do when we first started dating. Like, he used to open the car door for me every time, but now he doesn't really do it anymore. Little things like that. Do you think it's a sign that he's losing interest in me? Please give me your advice. What do you say for Lydia? So, Lydia, it's not the first time we hear a story like that. And uh, he has to get back to his senses pretty quickly because chivalry is the essence of romance. You cannot imagine, and especially for the men listening to me right now, that the first couple of weeks, first couple of months, you chivalrous, you open the door, you hold the, you know, her coat on her shoulders, and then because you've had enough ulala, because you've had enough commitment, because you've had enough, it's it's moving along. It's you a sure stop, thing now. Yeah, it's a, exactly. Uh-huh. And once guys, some guys think stop it's a sure thing. Yes, no? and that is a big problem. And so, Lydia, I think you should tell him. I tell say, him oh, what? Am I worth, what do you I'm, say? You, say uh, you said to you, man, Oh, so I'm not worth any more that you opened the door? I mean, you make a joke about it. Just See how he reacts to the joke? Because... Because he might be like, oh my gosh, didn't even realize that he was slipping. He may not, and we want to help him, you know, regain control of his romantic behaviors. And and the the chivalry is in us. We just all know what to do. Mm -hmm. We just don't want to do it. Right. That's the big difference. It's not like we forgot, oh, no, no, We just think it's not necessary anymore because we've got you. And we got you usually where the ulala leads. So always try to get us. Yes, keep okay. that coming. 
I mean, that's what my father told me. He said, never that's, stop romancing. That's true. And But Simon, let's be honest here. Yes. And I love your advice, and you're a thousand percent right. Um, to be realistic, though, when you start dating someone, you are putting on the best front. Sure. You are putting on the best display of you. Sure. You are presenting yourself in the most amazing way ever because you are trying to land this person. But eventually we get comfortable. Yeah. And some of those things um, that, you know, we're show ponies in the beginning um, doesn't mean that we don't want to do those, but we get comfortable and we sort of start slacking. That's a great point. I want to know, you know, because I'm sure you've been in this situation. You always are like Captain Romance in the beginning. When you get comfortable, Simon, in a relationship, what does that look like? Do you stop flushing the toilet? Do you stop opening car doors? Do you stop taking her out for dinner? Is there something that you know you sort of shift into doing when you're comfortable? What is that? So, for instance, to be 100% honest, let's say a few months in and I'm dating, uh, I will mostly open the door every time we go out to a restaurant. But when we walk out of the house, I'm not going to open the door every single time. But if we go out- Open the door to the car? To the car. Like, you know, I would Can you just go beep, beep and like- No, but when when I'm in the car, (laughs) when you walk in, I lean to open the car, the the, the door. So you stop doing that. Yes. My but, husband but what doesn't I do that don't anymore. Do, what I don't do is when we go out and we walk out of the restaurant, I always open the door, oh, your yes. door, yes. Before, so that should never change. Yes. Those old school you rules. You never walk first into. First. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Stuff like that okay. has never changed. Can I tell you something? My husband refuses to let me walk in first too. He insists on going in first. And I know that's a chivalrous thing, like opening a door. He wants me to walk in first, right? He opens that's the right. door you for open me. open and you okay. let the. I don't like it. Can I tell you why? Why? It makes me uncomfortable. I'll tell you why, okay, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about when you first are in a relationship, when you first start dating, man, you put on your best look. You know, I'm so romantic. I'm always, I always, what do you mean? I wear lingerie every day. I'm always perfectly waxed and, you know, tanned and gorgeous. And then you get comfortable. Yeah. And some of these perfections mm-hmm. sort of go by the wayside because you're not trying to impress anybody anymore. That's what we were talking about. Simon, you said one of the things sometimes you stop doing is opening the car door. When I'm inside the car. Okay, but then you said when you're walking into an establishment, a restaurant, or wherever, you always open the door so the lady can walk in. Always, and whoever the lady is in front of me, not just my date. That has never changed and will never change, Angie. My husband insists on this too, Yeah. and I know that's the romantic, chivalrous thing. I can't stand it. Why? Because I feel like we'll be walking into this crowded room, and I'm walking in first, and it's there's something very, I don't know, I feel naked. I feel like hmm. everybody's, not that everybody's looking at me, that's a very egotistical thing to say, but it's sort of uncomfortable to just be like out in the waters, even if it's for like 10 seconds. I'm like, just go in first, and I'll come in with you, or whatever, I'll come in behind you. I don't like being the first to walk into a room. I don't know why. Well, I mean, what matters, it works for you, Angie. So, I mean, but most, I communicated most, that. Yeah, you, feeling. you you told Jason how you felt. Right. And, and then the love is to do what makes you comfortable, not right. makes you uncomfortable in the name of an old rule. And to go back to the bonjour email from Lydia, express that. That's it. Say, Lydia, say, listen, you know. It makes uh, me feel special. Am I not worth it anymore? You can't <laughs> really just say that. Oh, you got this old thing now. Yeah. You're just like, fine, like, whatever. <laughs> I don't have to do anything I'm to impress sure you. I'm a sure thing now. <laughs> Wrong. Like your parents say, always date, always impress, always do that. Never stop romancing the woman you with, said my father, and he's 52 years in, happy, was married with my mom. Still together. Perfect example. Running strong. Okay, more 
people need advice on their love, dating, romantic relationships, we have a voicemail that came in to 855-905-8255. Someone has a problem they left with us when, they, when we weren't here, and we'll answer that for them next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. Mm -hmm. We always take your calls at 855-905-8255. But if you have a problem, you need advice, maybe we're not here. Maybe you're a little shy. You don't want to be directly on the air. You can leave us a voicemail at any time. And we'll be happy to answer your questions there as well. So, mm -hmm. Simon. Angie. That being said, let's get to a voicemail that we had left for us uh, from Keystone, Florida. Here is Miles. Hey there, Simon and Angie. Uh, this is Miles, Keystone, Florida, Mix 100.7. Um, I um, need a little feedback on something. I've been with the same woman for a few years, and um, we uh, haven't, uh, you know, had done the ooh-la-la in quite a while, probably about a year. Ooh. And I'm starting to think that, you know, in the last few months, I've been thinking that maybe it's the man I like, so I'm kind of... Lost on, like, how to talk to her about it. I don't know how to talk to her about it. It's a difficult uh, thing, uh, and it's these new feelings, so I'm not even sure. Um, but I would love uh, both of your um, feedback on this. Thank you. Wow, that's heavy, Miles. Thank you so much for leaving us a voicemail, Simon. Um, ooh la la with the girlfriend hasn't happened in a year. Chances are she's wanting to talk about why they haven't had ooh-la-la. -la. This is a sensitive subject. You got that right, Angie. She certainly wants to understand, feels probably rejected, neglected. She might feel like it's distance, her fault. Maybe her fault. Mm -hmm. Maybe something happened. But we got an extraordinary situation, Miles, where Miles just said, because we can ignore that part, that maybe you would like to be... Who's the man he is hanging out with? He, he thinks he might want to be with like, men. Yes. So that's a very big conversation to uh, have. Okay. So that being said, how does he even start that conversation? That's next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous. Welcome back. Simon and Angie here with advice for our caller, Miles. He has a girlfriend. Uh, they haven't had the ooh-la-la in, he thinks, maybe a year, mm. which is a huge problem. The yes. other part of this equation is he thinks he might be into men. And doesn't know how to tell her, doesn't know what to say. Simon, what advice do you give to Miles? How do you even start this conversation? Well, before you talk to her on this one, because there's two different issues. One, no ulala with your actual girlfriend. Two, you may be attracted by men and therefore make a different choice in your love life. I would at this stage go see a therapist. And what if he doesn't have one? What if he can't afford one? I think this is if a conversation, you... Simon, that the greatest way to start it is, hey, we haven't done ooh-la-la in a year. I know you notice it. I notice it. Why is this happening? Here's what I've been feeling. He has to be honest about who he is, what he's feeling, to at least give her the option to say, all right, let's explore your feelings. Let's talk about that. Or for her to say, I don't even want to be a part of this. I'm out. But and you give her the role of the shrink if we do that. No, no, no. I give her the role of making an informed decision about what she wants to do in her relationship because he's not the only one in this relationship. They have to start there. Yes. I, no, I agree on the concept of the conversation soon. I just think it's such a delicate, difficult, complex conversation to have. Not sure. Only, so I would have liked, if it was me, the guy would be, Miles, I would like to speak that exact conversation with you, Angie. You're my friend. Yeah. I would not go directly to my girlfriend with that 
one was practicing with you what's acceptable, how to say it, and say it nicely. That's why I think he's coming to us. Right, but it's a long conversation, not just an advice, because we don't know enough of them, and we don't know enough of him. We don't know if he's been with men before. We just know he hasn't had una ulala for a year, and he might be interested going with men. That's all we know. This conversation, I feel like, has been put off way too long already. It's been a year. Like, how much longer do you put this conversation off? I think you, at this point, it's so obvious between both of them that there's a problem. Um, and, I agree. And they just, I think, if it were me... My advice would be, you know, you just start with, we're not doing it, let's talk about why. And then see how it unravels from there. I agree with that. I just think you have to practice that with maybe your best friend. It's just it Because it's so emotionally charged. Because if we did a play, the role play, you and I, and I come to you, Angie. Let's mm-hmm. say I'm Miles, okay? Mm-hmm. And you're my girlfriend. Yes. And I said, um, Angie, we haven't had any ulala. Yes. Uh, what's going on? I would say, I I don't know. I feel like it's my fault. I don't feel like you're attracted. I feel unattractive. Or or why don't you want to have Ulala with me? I don't really know. I'm confused, Angie. Because right now, Angie, for the last year, you know, I've been confused. About? About where really the attraction is. Okay. Like, Angie, I, I, I don't know if I can tell you, but maybe I would like to explore... There you go. At least you're opening a door to a conversation. We don't know where that conversation is going to go from there, but you have to address the elephant in the room. We agree. Yeah. Miles, if you just listen to us, the tone of voice I used, Angie's answer, the Mm -hmm. softness, Mm -hmm. that's what we hope is going to happen. Not immediately a defense mechanism. Oh, you don't find me attractive anymore? Because you know how I can go, Angie. Oh, delivery is everything. Voila. Delivery is everything. And if you're not ready to deliver, practice. Then deliver. Yes. Okay. I mean, think about how Love that conversation Angie. can go. Delivery is everything. And yes, it's a delicate conversation, but it's definitely time to have it. Yeah. All right. We wish you the best, Miles, and good luck to you. Yes, good, and thank, good luck to you. Yes, thank you for calling the rendezvous. All right, Simon, let's switch gears. We're going to open up the phone line, Simon. 855-905-8255. What's going on in your love life? If you need advice, mm-hmm. we're ready. Let's go next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, listening to the love, dating, romance, and relationship show here. Time for my French romantic co-host and myself <laughs> to deliver some advice. Yes. Are you ready? Let's go to Springfield, Massachusetts. I want to pick up Oscar, listening on Mix 93.1. Hi, Oscar. Bonjour. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Good. Good. How can we help you? I recently hooked up with a co-worker. Okay. And uh, it was great. It was awesome. But uh, I tried to uh, follow up with her, and I was like, hey, maybe we could, like, hang out again or, like, go on a date, maybe an official thing. And she was like, oh, well, I'm not ready right now because I just broke up with my boyfriend, and, like, what happened that night was just, like, our emotions got the better of us. So two months later, uh, I see her posting online, because we're also Facebook friends. She was complaining about Tinder, saying, like, there's no good guys at Tinder, Mm. you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I approached her again, and I was like, hey, uh, I saw you posting online that you're actually dating again. So just wondering, you know, if you want to – I know it was a while back, and I know you had your thing with your boyfriend, but if you want to – still, I'm still very interested. Okay. So mm-hmm. she goes, all right, let me think about it. So then she sends me an awkward text later that night after work when I'm home, and it goes, hey – I just want to be friends with you. I don't think we should be dating because, like, we're working together and it could mm-hmm. be awkward. Okay. So, it's like, understandable. No worries, you know. 
So then it's my birthday, and she sent me a text saying, like, hey, happy birthday. By the way, if you want, maybe have some lunch. Uh, it's on me. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And so, so you're confused. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm getting a lot of mixed signals here. Okay. All right. Like, so you're getting mixed signals. Oscar, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Simon and I will give you yeah. advice on what to do here. Okay? Yep. Thank you. Okay. More mm-hmm. of The Rendezvous next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're still on the line with our caller, Oscar. Thanks for hanging on, Oscar in Massachusetts, who, correct me if I'm wrong, Oscar, you hooked up with somebody at work. Um, Then it was kind of cold. She wants to just be friends, Mm -hmm. and she made that clear. And then you just recently had a birthday, and she said, hey, let's go to lunch. I want my treat. So you're confused. You feel like you're getting mixed signals. Is that about the gist of it? Yeah. Okay, Simon. What do you say? So, Oscar, I've been in your shoes. Here, usually, how it goes. Somebody has multiple options. Options one, the guy she really likes. Option two, the guy she likes. And option three, that's you. Uh, at one point, she had somebody else in mind, or she was with somebody else, or she was not. So she shut you down, right? Because you were not her first choice. And now, for some reason, we don't know, you become the first option. She Do you think she, this, are, this is an option now? Like, she wants like to she, date him? I th- yeah. I, think I don't she, think so. I th- you don't reach out to somebody... For lunch and birthday after you shut him down that hard, Angie, if you have no interest in... They've already hooked up. Right, and there's a so, reason that she didn't want to hook up again. But I, I think that's because she was dating multiple people, mm-mm. and she met somebody she liked more than Oscar. Mm, I think that she didn't get what she thought she was going to get from Oscar. I hate to be harsh, but something was off. She wasn't into it, so then she friend-zoned you. And now... Maybe she does genuinely want to be friends and is saying, hey, I my advice would be to hit her back and say, is this a friend date or a date date? Yeah, that's a good advice. I just think that you became first option again. That That's, that's, that's my thing. Yeah, but, maybe, so maybe you need clarity then. You, you definitely need clarity. So I like Angie's suggestion. You can, you can ask that. Uh, so I'm, you're welcome to take me out to lunch for my – she didn't say dinner for my birthday. She said lunch. Right. So – I would say, is this a friend date or a date date? And if she says it's a friend date, you know you're firmly in the friend zone. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not what he want to hear. That's not what you want to hear. I'll do that. I'll hit her up. Thank you, Oscar, for calling the rendezvous. Yes, good luck to you. I want to talk about the friend zone, the mixed signals next on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous. Welcome back with Simon and Angie, love dating, romance, and relationships. We just had our caller, Oscar, on, Simon, who hooked up with a co-worker. Yeah. She initiated it. Mm-hmm. She goes dead silent, says, uh, you know, I'm confused. Two months later, says, I just want to be friends. Um, now it's his birthday, and she hit him with a text, said, hey, I'll, I'll take you to lunch for your birthday. You want to go to lunch? And he's confused. So we were just talking off the air with our producer, Jill, and I, I agree a thousand percent with what Jill said. Maybe I was didn't want to really say it that way. <laughs> but Jill, what did you think she felt after that first date? It wasn't good, ooh la la. And here why I don't agree with that version of Jill's uh, uh, interpretation. I agree. I, you but agree? We agree I with agree Jill. With Jill. Okay. I, so I disagree with both of you because I believe that in the Tinder world and the world of this new options... Uh, men and women have multiple options that is not so much about the ulala but finding a partner. And when you might have an okay ulala and find a partner that is more serious, more stable, more future, forget the ulala. Because I've lived it. I see that 
Yes, you might have a great lover on one end, but the guy who's more serious, more stable, potentially your husband, will win. Then that doesn't work out. You go back to Ulula. So you I think she's waiting for the bigger, better deal? Yes. And she hasn't found it yet, so she's going she's back going to a back sure thing. Because what she thought was better then, after they hooked wasn't up. Wasn't better? Wasn't That's better a possibility. To, because Angie really... But she Tinder, doesn't really like him, though. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really like him. Neither did like the other one. But she's she's, she's alone. She's bored. She's bored. She's bored. That's but, what she's doing. Right. But because I, she doesn't want to be with him. It, she just wants to fill time. Yes. Or, or you know, she'd come back to her senses. And after a big disappointment with whoever thought was better, now she's going to give him a chance. Well, I think if she were going to actually give him a chance, she wouldn't say, let me take you out for a birthday lunch. She would say, hey... It's your birthday. Let's go out for dinner. Like it would but be more would, more of a date. This seems like because they work together. This is a co-worker lunch now. It's also a way for her to get out of it. If she, when they get together again, she doesn't feel it. If you go on a dinner date, you know it's like dinner date. Well, then means, she doesn't really like him. Or she just want to test, put her toe in the water again, and just see how things are. But she knows that he likes her. Yeah. So why wouldn't if she knows he likes her? Then because it, 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 because how about that? How about a girlfriend of hers said you should give him a chance? He was a nice guy. Well, you, you've got nothing th- else right if, now. If that's the case, then she's the most wishy-washy person on the planet. Why do you want to be with somebody that it's isn't a, sure about being with you? Angie, the single world is a dating option world. It's all about who has the better option. So you're only as faithful as your options. You're only until as you're fa- committed and exclusive. Yes, you are. Wow. That's that's the world. We okay, live in. Mr. Romantic. Well, no, I'm. I, <laughs> I just think she didn't like him. That way, long she, term. You're probably right back then. I think she lost some options. She's back on the table. So that, that that's a mean that she really likes him. That, that means she's out of options, and that's not good for him either. So you're the last resort? Right now, you ask, I think you are her last resort. Well, that's not good for Oscar, and I agree with you. You are the last resort, you Oscar, are. so don't go there, right? Don't go there with illusions. Don't go he there. He already is illusioned. Well, disillusioned. Di- yes. Well, whatever. Then, then it's a coworker. You can also have a good birthday lunch, and just that's it. Also, by the way, you can just have let fun. her buy you lunch. Yeah, and just have a little birthday time, and yeah. that's it. Everybody goes back to work in a good spirit. I, I think he really needs to be just straight up, because at this point, he has nothing to lose. Be like, all right, I'll let you buy me lunch, and then at lunch, be like, why'd you ask me to lunch? Like, I thought you just want—is this friend lunch? What is this lunch? But, what does this mean, Angie? It's almost brutally too honest. To At this point, what does he have to lose? Who knows? People change, Angie. People might, she might change her then mind. Then she should say, you know what? I made a mistake. She might say it at lunch. But he needs to ask. Otherwise, she won't. Because she knows that she can kind of string him along right now. That's a safety net maybe for her. Oh, definitely. This this woman has a, has a good treasure safety nest option and levels the greed. I mean, who comes first, right. second, and third? Right. But that's the world of single people dating oh, on no. those apps. Oh, well, well, well. It is. Angie. I would be like, if you didn't know, especially after we spent the night together, that you wanted to date me, what makes you think you're going to want to date me now? Because you know what I'm like as a person. We work together. We talk all the time. We've slept together. And you still aren't sure. Forget it. I'm not saying it's the best start because it's not. It's a horrible. But- I don't even think that's a start. That's a, okay, I guess I'll go out with you. There's nobody else. It's possible. You possibly we will never know unless he calls. He better ask. That's what I'm saying. You better be forward. Take the lunch just to see what's up with you. Why? Why are you asking me out to lunch? I'll take your free lunch anytime. (laughs) But (laughs) so regardless, whatever happens, Oscar, we wish you the best of luck and happy birthday. And and know your worth, honey. Yes. Okay, Oscar. All right. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie next.
It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. If you missed anything, check simonandangie.com. You can hear all our love, dating, romance, relationship topics of the night. We talked about calling dibs with your friends. You both like the same person. Can you call dibs? That came from Arena's call. Not good. Also, getting mixed signals in dating. That was our last call from Oscar. Mm -hmm. Um, People flip-flopping. I like you. I don't like you. Let's hang out. Let's not hang out. Whatever it is. And then Miles' voicemail about not having ooh-la-la with his girlfriend, possibly being into guys. How do you even start that conversation? Simon, you went into detail about how to deliver that, and that's where your Simon Says comes in. Thanks, Angie. I said delivery is everything when it comes to having tough conversation with your partner. Talk softly. Be able to listen. Don't interrupt. Don't be defensive. And listen. Delivery. I mean, it it's 99% of how it's going to be perceived. I agree with that, Simon. It can make the difference between working it out or having it explode. I mean, really, delivering a message of either breaking up or difficulty with respect is a a form of love for me. You have to show respect with the the tone. tone. Talk softly. The tone is my problem in conversations. Really, Angie? Yes. Because if somebody comes at me with something, I get defensive. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then it it escalates. I go from zero to 100. I need to learn tone. Tone. Talk softly. calm. Yeah. I don't know how to. You do that every night here, though. I I don't know how to. Well, because I'm not, like, you know, having a debate with my husband. I don't know how to go to be mad and be calm at the same time. I don't know how to do that. Mm. I got to work on that. All right. (laughs) All right. More rendezvous all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Simon and Angie. You can find us anytime. Also leave us a voicemail. If you want some advice, 855-905-8255. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. More rendezvous tomorrow. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.